Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is the 5th of November. Big show lined up. We're going to be talking about the Bucks, what they need to do this weekend to come away with a W. Other NFL games of importance, big day in college football today. We'll be touching on those games as well as the World Series and maybe some lightning. The number here is 877-448-7901. The email sports at power901.com. We'll be right back to kick off the show. Formaggio's Pizzeria, your favorite neighborhood pizzeria. Serving up the best hand-tossed New York-style pizza and absolutely unbeaten Philly cheesesteak outside of New York or Philly. Let Formaggio's Take care of dinner tonight with convenient online ordering at formagios.com or call their friendly staff at 813-689-1744. That's 813-689-1744. Formagios is family owned and operated. Located at 4356 Lithia Pinecrest Road. Tell them Power 90.1 sent you and get 10% off your carryout order. Check out the full menu at formagios.com. F-O-R-M-A-G-G-I-O-S.com. Formagios Pizzeria. It's what's cooking for dinner. Now. Now. Back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Hope everyone's having a great week, and we have another great weekend of sports lined up. Let's talk a little bit about the Bucks. The last time we spoke, the Bucks had just gotten done with a 27-22 loss to the Ravens. It was a Thursday night, I believe. Brady was 26 for 44, 325 yards, a touchdown, sacked a couple times, And that was pretty much, I think, what was going to be the low point of the season. I think that we're going to turn things around tomorrow. And I think that when the Rams come to town, you're going to see a different type of spark in the offense of the Bucs. And I predict a victory for us tomorrow. Uh, Breaking down the game a little bit, I I think that if you look at it, the offense really needs to get back to what they're good at doing. And what they're good at doing pretty much is using the players that they have and what they like to do. Fournette can catch the ball out of the backfield. Let's do that a little bit more. Let's not try to run the ball. I know that right now we're you know at the bottom, if not the last team in the NFL rushing the ball. We're trying to put a, a square peg into a round hole, it seems, and it just hasn't worked. But I did notice this week a couple press conferences that whether it was Brady or Bowles or Leftwich, a little bit of a different tone, especially with Brady. I think that I think that you've seen the worst already occur. And I, now I think it's going to start trending upwards. Like I said, whether whether or not he and Leftwich can get on the same page when calling some plays is another story, though. I, I did hear Leftwich in a press conference talking about some play action and saying that it doesn't work when you're not running the ball. I want to disagree with that. Play action does work. That's already been proven whether you can run the ball or not. Now, it works better if you are able to run the ball, but it's not a prerequisite to uh, using that. And I think that's something that the Bucks need to do a little bit more. They're fourth best in the league with the play action. And like I mentioned, probably the worst 
uh, running the ball. So, you know, a little common sense. Again, let's do the things that we're good at doing. So if we go back to that, let's start doing some, some things that Brady likes to do. He's very good at doing some things. When you're running for your life, sometimes you're unable to do the things that you want to do. So if the line can protect him, and they did a better job in that Baltimore game the last time that they're on the field playing. So I, I do look for that to start to come together a little bit better. I think that um, once Jensen went down, no doubt, that's a huge loss, but I think that maybe they can see a silver lining. I think Jensen may be coming back in the next couple weeks and looking forward to that, they may be able to put some things together and gel a little bit better. So they really did nothing to fortify the middle once Jensen went down. And of course, no quarterback likes to get rushed from the middle, especially especially Brady, who can, no, he can't move that well. So uh, he definitely does not like the pressure coming up the middle. So I do think, though, that that you're going to see us trying to do some things, maybe some screen passes. Uh, Brate will not play. Gage is out. Winfield's out. But not a lot. And Ledecky, I believe, as well. But not a lot of injuries to report to keep people off the field. So I do think that you're going to see a Bucks, Bucks play uh, offense with the 10 days, maybe the extra couple of days rest is going to do them well. I look for some play-action passing. Um, Brady's always good at the pre-snap motions, being able to maybe audibleize if he has to. And I, I do look forward to a, a good game, a better game than we've seen the last three weeks with this team. Now, the Bucks are right now 3-5. and five. They're in second place in the NFC South uh, with the Saints with a 3-5 and five record. Panthers are 2-6. and six. First place are the mighty Atlanta Falcons at a ridiculous 4-4. Four and four. So, again, this, this division is wide open right now. And if you just, you know, scramble everything up again and look at where they are, I think that the Bucks should still be able to win this division. It may not be a good record at the end of the season, but like I said before, as long as you win that division, you will get a home playoff game and that's you no know, obviously we're going to be shooting for there's some you know talk with the, the defense the defense is going to be fine you know a lot of times this past week Devin White uh, people were calling him out for his lack of effort on the defensive side of the ball and um, not quite sure he has not been himself no doubt but I still think that you're going to see a, a different Devin White coming out and playing this week he missed a couple couple days, couple media questions, I think on Monday and Wednesday, whatnot. Obviously something is something is up with him. I'm not saying it's not, but it's not something that cannot be fixed. The same with the whole team. It's the same narrative that for as poorly as we have looked in that three and five schedule, and we have looked poorly, don't get me wrong, it isn't anything that can't be fixed. And when I look at the teams in this division, I don't see why we can't finish in the top of that pile you know, come the end of uh, December. So I would love to hear your thoughts, 877-448-7901, sports at power 901 is the email. And I think that, you know, if you look at the Bucks right now, the whole NFL, the scoring has been down from other years. Uh, a lot of the unders 
if you look at what the uh, line is for the over-unders in the games, it's been predominantly down this year as compared to other years. And we talk about what Brady needs to do a little bit better is number one, if he goes out there with a, a um, you know some pep in his step, that's going to be contagious to the rest of the team. They're going to see that. I have not seen that from Brady in the last couple weeks. Obviously, we all know what's going on with him off the field. Um, it isn't something that's going to go away right away. But I think as he comes to terms with everything, you'll see him starting to get back into a rhythm or a routine that has made him one of the best quarterbacks of all time to play the game. It's not his physical attributes that have made him the best or one of the best. It's his mental preparation. It's his on-field decisions. And it's getting the team to rally around one common goal. And that one common goal needs to get a little bit better each week. I'm not saying you're going to win every game, but I am saying that if you go out there and you give the team some things to build on for the next game, show some positive improvements, then you're going to be really taking a step in the right direction. Evans, I look forward to having a, a good game against uh, the Rams. Uh, I also look forward to Godwin. He's probably Brady's favorite receiver from what I've seen over the last several years. When the chips are down, I see Brady either looking for Evans, and if he's not open, then definitely Godwin and or Fournette out of the backfield. Now, keep in mind that since Brady's been here, the Bucks are 0-3 against Sean McVay and the Rams, and that includes that divisional round loss that we had last year that sent Brady into a... Uh, you know, uh, retirement, premature or not, whatever you want to call it. But uh, it, it just goes to show you that the Rams, the, the, the Rams aren't that good either, to tell you the truth. So I think that the NFL, it goes to show how quickly a season could change from one year to the next. That's why it's so hard to repeat as champion in this league and a lot of work to be done. But uh, now that both teams are just basically a shell of themselves, they're both looking for a little bit of a life raft, if you will. We don't have a running game, but we do have more weapons. And I think that as our secondary gets healthier, we do like to blitz. Bowles likes to send people after the quarterbacks. I think that's going to be a, uh, a deciding factor in this game. The extra couple of days of rest that we had is also a factor that plays in our favor. And I think that's going to give the Rams some problems. It is a home game. The fans will be up there cheering like they always do. And I think that's why I think Tampa is the better pick in this game. Let me know what you think. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at the Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. 
Welcome back, sports fans. There's already been one game this week in the NFL, and that was Thursday evening when the Philadelphia Eagles beat Houston 29-17. Hurts led the Eagles to another victory. They are 8-0 right now, first place, obviously, in the NFC East. Uh, two touchdowns he threw for, 21 for 27 only. Uh, nine rushes for 23 yards. That's the stat that stands out for me. I've said all along with Jalen Hurts is that when he's able to beat a uh, NFL defense throwing the ball instead of running with his legs, I think that he'll be able to lead the team at that point. Well, he has done that this year so far. And when you have stats like that and he's spreading the ball around, Goddard had a great game as a tight end for them. So he's doing what he has to do to uh, lead his team to victories. They seem to be buying into the offense. Sirianni's doing a great job as the head coach there. And just a matter of how long they can keep going uh, without a loss. But anyway, they uh, were the game on Thursday night. A bunch of other games tomorrow, obviously. We talked about Atlanta being 4-4. Four and four. They'll be out there in Los Angeles against the Chargers, who are 4-3. and three. Um, Actually, that game's in Atlanta at 1 o'clock, not in Los Angeles. Um, I think that if you look at the couple injuries there, you have Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are both hurt for the, uh, for the Bolts, but they're going to be up against a, a pretty good Atlanta offense led by Chris Lindstrom. And I think they're going to pound the ball and keep on running. I don't know if the Chargers can take advantage of um, the Falcons' shorthanded secondary. But um, so far, um, I think Arthur Smith is doing a, a really good job for Atlanta. And I, uh, I do look for them to be able to pull out the victory in this game. I'm going to say they're going to win by a, a touchdown, actually, in that game. That's a 1 o'clock game. Another 1 o'clock game is going to be the... The Miami Dolphins playing the Chicago Bears. That's going to be in Chicago. Uh, the Dolphins are actually favored in this game by five. I think that's a little high of a number. I think the Bears are actually playing with a, uh, a little bit of a um, maturation, which I'm surprised. I think we've seen Justin Fields take over in the past month. The Bears' defense looked pretty uh uh, disinterested and disorganized in the past, but that was after the Robert Quinn trade. Now I think that um, they're going to be out there and get some things together and go out there and, and do what they can do on the defensive side and let Fields uh, work his magic on the offense right now. Uh, the Dolphins on the other side, you got Bradley Chubb and Jeff Wilson that they picked up before the, uh, the trade deadline. And also they got quarterback Brian Jones. So it's going to come down to Tua and Armstead. If, if they're both in the lineup, uh, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, they're definitely threats. So, you know, especially those two receivers. When you have Hill and Waddell in there, I can go out there and, and throw for 300 yards just getting the ball to those guys. Uh, I, I do think that it's going to be a good game. However... Uh, with the game being in Soldier Field, I like the Bears in this game. Um, I like them to definitely cover the number of five and possibly even win at the end on a field goal. So that's a game that you know, should be interesting, and I think um, it should be fun to watch. Cincinnati at Carolina is also a um, one o'clock game. Uh, the Panthers are the underdog in this game. 
I don't know. Cincinnati being the heavy, heavy favorite, they're coming off a short week, I believe, with the game that they had. Um, I, I'm not. I'm just not sold this year on Cincinnati. Burroughs, what does he have to do to go out there and get a win? They looked. He looks pretty normal. I know. You know, last year he had a fantastic year, but uh, I think he looks just like an average quarterback right now. They're they're banged up, and I'm not sure. Uh, you know what they need to do to get back on track at this point with the injury bug they are playing carolina so they should be okay in this one i'm going to take cincinnati by a touchdown in this one you have green bay and detroit detroit's hosting the pack this week you know here's the thing with with detroit they've been rebuilding since 1957, I think. So, you know, you have Dan Campbell out there and uh, uh, every week, wishful thinking. I think he's actually a pretty good coach, but they have they do not know how to win a game. They don't have that winning mentality. They play well during the first three, three and a half quarters, but they can't seal the deal. It always seems to get worse like that. And, um you know, talking about Green Bay right now, uh, they had a 10-point loss last week, and they're reeling right now as well. So it's going to be a game. Packers are 3-5, and five, Detroit's 1-6. and six. Probably the best thing that you could hope for as a Green Bay fan is that you're playing a team like Detroit. So I do look for Aaron Rodgers to right the ship and go out there and, and have a good game and eventually come away with a W in this one. Another game uh, here in Florida, you have Jacksonville hosting the Raiders. The Raiders are two and five. Jacksonville's two and six. So uh, but these two teams are somehow 0-10 in one-score games, which uh, makes them both either incredibly unlucky or terrible, however you want to look at it in a situational football scenario. So I don't feel good picking either of these two teams. <laughs> I um, Probably Jacksonville being the home team would be the one that I would go with, but you know, good luck if you're going to uh, put any faith in either one of these two teams tomorrow. The Patriots playing Indianapolis. That's uh, up there in Foxborough. It's a one o'clock game as well. Uh, Patriots are favored by five, five and a half, six. Last year, if you remember, the Colts beat the Patriots. The Patriots are going to be remembering that one. And I don't think that they can pull off another game like that, especially with Jonathan Taylor being out. I think he aggravated his ankle injury again. And behind that offensive line, it's not hard to understand why. So I, I do think that it's about time for the Patriots to figure out who their offensive players really are instead of just rotating them. Each week, in and out, Mac Jones uh, is out there. He'll probably uh, be the starter, although you never know with, with Belichick. But I do look for the Patriots to win that game because the Colts offense is consistently bad no matter who they're playing. So I look for uh, the Patriots to come away with a victory in that game. You have Buffalo playing the Jets. That one is in uh, East Rutherford. That's a one o'clock game also. Bills are heavy favorites, minus 12 and a half. Um, I think the Jets' defense is pretty legit, and it's going to be a test, I think, for Buffalo. Never thought I'd say that, talking about the Jets and, and Buffalo, but I, I think, are they going to be able to allow Zach Wilson to give him enough time 
to look down the field. No, no quarterback right now in the NFL, in my opinion, is worse than Zach Wilson under pressure. Um, so uh, you look at it, you have Josh Allen on the other side, and he may ask the defense to just go out there and win it for him. You don't know, but I think that Buffalo is in for a little bit of a test, but when it comes right down to it, I believe that Buffalo right now is probably the best team in the NFL, and I do look for them to come away with a, uh, with a victory in this one. Another game at 1 o'clock is going to be the uh, uh, Vikings, they're going to be at Washington. Uh, the Vikings are um, favored in this one. It is a little bit of a revenge game for Kirk Cousins, who's coming in there after um, playing for Washington late on uh, the last couple of seasons. So I think that if you look at this game, you have Tyler Henneke. Is he going to be able to go out there and give his team a chance to win? Everyone keeps on waiting for Minnesota to go out there and get beat. But because of their schedule, they keep on going out there and winning the games. Are they are they uh, legitimate or is it just a factor of their schedule that are allowing them to have the record that they do uh, at 6-1? and one? I guess we'll find out here in about 24 hours. Then you have Seattle playing Arizona. That game's out there in the desert. Uh, you know, Geno Smith, the Seattle offense, they're, uh, they're out there, they're accurate, and they're reliable. So I think that Geno's having a, a good season this year, and I'm not quite sure about uh, Arizona. Arizona is 3-5, and five, while Seattle is the opposite of 5-3. and three. I look for Seattle to go out there and you know, keep their winning ways going. I look for them to have a victory. Kansas City at Tennessee. Um... It's actually at uh, Kansas City, this game. That's the night game tomorrow. Don't forget the Chiefs had uh, a bye week last week. So Mahomes and company and uh, Kelsey, they're going to put up some points, I think. The other side, Tennessee does have Derrick Henry. When you have Derrick Henry, who rushed for over 200 yards last week, you want to just get him the ball. The question is going to be, can the Titans keep Kansas City's offense off the field? Are they stubborn enough to keep running Henry even if they're down? Uh, that's going to be a question. Um, Malik Willis is going to start. Tannehill's out. So uh, when it's all said and done, I don't see Kansas City losing this game. Uh, it can go anywhere from a 10-point victory to a 30-point victory. So I wouldn't be surprised either way. But uh, Kansas City is going to win that game. Uh Love to hear your thoughts. Let me know what you think. The Bucks' chances this week. What do they have to do, in your opinion, to go out there and come away with a W against the Rams team, which is in pretty much just as much as disarray as the Bucks have been? Number here, 877-448-7901. You are in the gymnasium. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. Tired of trying to catch the big red bus? One Blood has comfortable and convenient donation centers all around the Tampa Bay area, like in Plant City at 2909 James L. Redmond Parkway, Suite Number 6. Not only are you helping others by donating blood or plasma, you can earn free gifts for your donation, like gift cards and T-shirts. Restrictions apply. Call Donation Center for current offer details. Make a difference. Call and make your appointment today. 
in the Plant City area, call 813-752-7638. That's 813-752-7638. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. It's November, college football. I'll tell you what, it's been a great season so far. The uh, college football playoff rankings came out this past week. And I have a couple of questions. I'm not quite sure. They have Tennessee as number one, Ohio State as number two, Georgia three, Clemson four, and Michigan five. And that's uh, a little bit conflicting with what the AP has out for the last several weeks. They have Georgia as one, Tennessee as two, Ohio State as three, Michigan four, and Clemson five. So I'd like to know how... Um, the committee there has Tennessee a, ahead of Georgia, but I guess it doesn't matter because we're going to find out today who's the better of the two teams on the field. Uh, it's going to be a great game, by the way. Uh, we're going to get to that. It's going to be uh, one of the most anticipated SEC games in uh in uh, recent history. And I think that whoever wins that one gets the inside track to a division crown and probably either the first or second spot there in that college football bracket eventually when it does um, end up. The other game, a huge SEC game as well, is Alabama. They're traveling to LSU to play under the lights at Tiger Stadium. That's always um, quite the... Quite the thing to see. If you haven't been there, it's really awesome to go to that stadium, Tiger Stadium, and watch them play. And I think that um, if you look at that game, it could be a tough game for Alabama. I don't know. I I really think that the um, LSU gives people a tough game down there in the pit, and I think that Alabama's going to find it hard going down there. Outside of the SEC, uh, you have Clemson. They're traveling to South Bend. Uh, where it lost to Notre Dame in uh, 2020, if you remember that game. Uh, so we'll see what happens. It should be a good game as well. Uh, Kansas State is going to be playing Texas, so that's a good one. But uh, the key game is going to be Tennessee and Georgia. That's today at 3.30. And i tell you what, one of the dominant things that you'll see in the last couple of years is, is Georgia's defense. They've been, they've been top-notch for the last several seasons, and I think that they're going to give Tennessee issues in, in today's game. Um, they're going to be tested, no doubt. Tennessee's offense leads the country in scoring about 49 points a game, and they've scored 34 or more points in every game, including 40 or more in its past four games. So you have um, the irresistible force and the movable object going against each other. Quarterback Hendon Hooker for Tennessee really looks like uh, he's the real deal for them. And I think that you can say it, but you've got to win the line of scrimmage. And that's where it's going to be fought. The big guys in the trenches are going to decide who's going to win the game. Tennessee moved the ball very good. Um, If you remember the game in Georgia a year ago, I think they won 41-17. to uh, I'm telling you, it's at Georgia, though. I'm thinking that Georgia's going to come away with the victory when it's all said and done. It's going to be one of the best games to watch, though. So if you're looking forward to uh, college football, that's the one that you definitely want to go ahead and uh, 
get ready to watch. That is at 3.30, I believe. Um, there are some other good games this week as well. Uh, you're going to have uh, Notre Dame, like I said. They're, they're going to be playing. They're going to be hosting uh, Clemson. Miami of Florida is a game that you want to see as they're going to be hosting Florida State in that rivalry. Uh I think Miami is favored. No, actually, Florida State's favored by a touchdown in that game, and Clemson is favored by three and a half over Notre Dame. Bama is 13 and a half point favorites, but I do think that LSU is definitely going to cover the spread on that one, and uh, they could even come out with a with a victory in that one. I, I Georgia eight point favorites. I think that's a little high, but I do think that. Georgia is going to eventually come away with the victory in that game. So that's my uh, thoughts on some college football. We'd love to hear your thoughts on whether it's the Gators, Florida State, Miami, the game tonight with those two teams. Give me a call or sports at power at 901.com is the email. Look forward to hearing from you. We'll be right back to keep the show going. Ten Star Tree and Landscaping is on the air reminding Americans to stand tall and show support to the brave and honorable men and women of our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts each and every day should never go unnoticed. This proud salute is brought to you by Ten Star Tree and Landscaping. For the very best in residential and commercial tree service and landscaping, call Ten Star Tree and Landscaping today and mention this ad for 20% off at 813-680-9139. 813-680-9139. That's Ten Star Tree and Landscaping. They're professionals who care. Now. Back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. The Lightning will be hosting Buffalo uh, later on tonight. They had a tough loss on Thursday night. Uh, Carolina beat them 4-3 in a shootout. Uh, Kucherov extended his scoring goal streak to five games. Colton also had a goal for them. Um, you know, they just had some penalties that is typical with this team. When they get into a, a issue, it's because of some penalties that are really shouldn't be there. So I think that overall, like I said, it's very early. They're going to be fine this year. Still starting to gel and finding a way to be able to uh, put a couple good games together, get out there and support them as they uh, host, like I said, Buffalo in the, the third of a four-game homestand here. Other news around the sporting world, of course, you have the World Series Game 6 is tonight. You have, it's back in Houston now. Houston will be there for Game 6. And if they need a Game 7, that'll be tomorrow at some point. Tonight's game is 8 o'clock, I believe. The Phillies did go up 2-1 to one in the series and then lost two in a row. So um, it's, it's do or die for Philly right now. I think Wheeler is going to be on the, on the mound tonight for Philly in a must game. All hands on deck. Uh, they won't be able to spare anyone to be able to force a Game 7. Of course, in the sports world, you love to see Game 7s, so um, that would be good to see. I think in that game, you know, Philly had their chances in Game 5. Uh, like I said, they won the third game to go up two games to one. Then all of a sudden, there was like 7 nothing. It was a great game by Philly. Houston came right back the next game and not only won, 
but they no-hit the Phillies. Combined no-hitter with four different pitchers for Houston to uh, tie it up at, at two games apiece. And then um, the game on Thursday night where uh, they ended up winning, I believe it was 3-2. to two. Uh, Philly had some chances in the seventh, again in the eighth inning, but uh, couldn't uh, materialize anything. So uh, it's going to be... Uh, do or die, like I said, for Philly today. The series has been great. The fans, both in Houston and in Philly, it's really great to see them into the game. Philly's Philly sports fans right now are, you know, having a good time with the Eagles going undefeated and um, the the Phillies, of course, trying to you know, win the series. So that should be a good game to watch tonight. And you know, like, unfortunately, guys, that's all the time we have. I want to get into a little bit of uh, some basketball next week. The season's been starting up. We have the typical issues going on. Steve Nash got fired from uh, the Nets. That's the least of their problems right now. You have the Kyrie Irving situation, which is you know, some high-level chaos, if you will. We'll be getting, we'll get into that. But more importantly, let's all hope that the Bucks can right the ship and go out there with a good victory tomorrow and uh, we'll be talking about all the things that they did right as always thanks for listening to the show you've been in the gymnasium i'm your host jim Barron. you are on power 90.1 as always stay vigilant stay safe and above all stay positive we'll talk to you next week in the jimmy b sports show have a great weekend